Welcome to the 50 Days to Vitality small group series. For this part of our 50 Days to Vitality, we are gathering in the worship center for a brief time of focus led by Pastor Paul and then breaking up into small groups to discuss. I want to share a story this morning that, um, that Matt and Jesse Henson and Philip and Jody Edwards has heard because this story was shared with us at Presbytery just a, just a what, about three weeks ago, I guess. Um, but it was so neat. I, I wanted to uh, research this and pulled it up so that I would be able to share with you um, about, a, about a ship called the Carpathia that was commissioned in 1903, its maiden voyage, to go from New York to what was then called um, Austria-Hungary, it's, it, it would be modern-day Croatia. And in 1903, it made its maiden voyage, and over the next several years, um, it, it continued making that journey across the Atlantic Ocean, uh, eventually getting reconfigured, more cabin space was added to where in 1912, it held 2,450 passengers and a crew of 300. The Carpathia departed from New York City on April 11th, 1912. Three nights later, Carpathia's wireless operator received Titanic's distress signal that it had struck ice and was in immediate assistance, in need of. That message was received just after midnight. The operator awakened the captain of the Carpathia, Arthur Henry Rostron, who immediately sprung into action and gave orders to turn the ship around. Rostron later testified that the distance to the Titanic was about 58 nautical miles or 67 miles at the speed at which that ship could travel, it would take three and a half hours to reach where the Titanic distress signal had, had called from. Among the many things that the captain of the Carpathia did in order to increase speed to its maximum, it, caught, it cut off all heat and hot water to all the cabins so that the steam engines could receive the most. As it was also on its way through its, you know, its own icy then path to get to where the Titanic was. They had placed extra lookouts and about 2.45 a.m. it reached the edge of the ice field. For the next two hours, it dodged icebergs itself. The Carpathia arrived at the distress position of the Titanic at 4 a.m., approximately an hour and a half after the Titanic had gone down, already claiming over 1,500 lives. But for the next four and a half hours, the Carpathia took on 705 survivors that were found in the lifeboats coming off the Titanic. 
survivors were given blankets and coffee, and, and the, the dining hall was turned into this, this huge now sleeping area and, and a way to, uh, to convert um, more space for folks. By 9 a.m., so this is full night of all of this, the last survivor had been picked up, and Captain Rostrin gave the orders to get underway, and they returned, uh, the Carpathia returned to New York City with all of these folks. Then this was told to us at the Presbyterian meeting. I thought, how appropriate it is for us to hear this. Remember, the Carpathia was a cruise ship. Undoubtedly, there were some of its almost 2,500 passengers who complained about the lack of heat, about no hot water, lots of inconveniences. But to the 705 survivors of the Titanic, the Carpathia turned from being a cruise ship to a rescue ship. How cool is that? Let's pray. Father, we thank you for uh, our opportunity to be a rescue place. We all need it. We need, we need a Savior. Thank you for providing. And we know that there are so many more that you have, uh, are, are bringing to our attention and... Um, Lord, some that we don't even know who they are yet, but you are, uh, you're calling us to be a rescue church. Um, <laughs> and as uncomfortable as that is sometimes, with his own inconveniences, but not to the ones who needed the rescue. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.